31. It's the KF Joe Morning Crew. She's Robbie Daniels. I'm Doug Lear. On the phone is Pat Blondin taking us in the crease, one of the play-by-play voices for your Fargo Force. Good morning, Pat. How are we doing on a Wednesday morning there, bud? Good morning. We're great today. Good to be with you again. Well, the Minnesota Wild haven't played in a long, long time, and I'm curious if, if that's a good thing or if they're just going to sit and dwell on They had a couple of back-to-back losses. I know maybe they're getting a little bit healthier. I think Marc-Andre Fleury should be back. Uh, your take on the Minnesota Wild on Wednesday morning, February 7th, Pat Blondin? Well, the, the break probably helped uh, the mental side of things and maybe the physical side of things, too. You know, you get to this point of the season, Everybody's got bumps and bruises, and as we've talked about all year, the Wild have been bit by the injury bug more times than not. So uh, the break was good. Uh, the problem with the break is you don't play any games and you don't make up any ground in the in the standings either. So as they get back into play tonight, 8.30 Chicago in town, the Wild are five spots out of a wild card and seven points behind that final wild card spot. So it all begins now. If, if they're going to make a push to the postseason, uh, it has to start tonight. The team they should beat, Blackhawks, among the worst in the NHL this season, very young, uh, very much in rebuilding mode, and their star player, Connor Bedard, continues to be out. An opportunity here for the Wilds to get off on the right foot. They've got Pittsburgh coming in later this week, and, and then they hit the road to Vegas, which is the number two team in the Pacific Division and defending Stanley Cup champs. So a big week for them to see if they're going to uh, make a push or if we're going to be in the the Macklin Celebrini uh, Mm. mode for the Mm. number one overall draft pick. Tell me this. Do we know who's going to start in the net for the Wild tonight? Because one of the things I think I heard on 740, the fan, is that uh, Marc-Andre Fleury was going to be back, but I don't know if they said if he'll be getting the start tonight. Typically, what will happen is that will be announced at the morning skate this morning. So, okay. Wild will take the ice about 9 o'clock or so. And afterwards, uh, Coach John Hines typically meets the media or the scribes who are following. You know, typically the first goalie off the ice, a specific net in that morning skate gives you a little bit of a hint. So, we'll know, we'll know, we'll know mid morning who's got the pipes tonight. He's Pat Blonde, and I'm Doug Lear. She's Robbie Daniels. This is In the Crease. All right. How about you tell us about the Fargo Force and what's going on with those guys? They're home this weekend, right? They are home. They've been gone for a couple of weeks. They're back home for three straight. Just one game this weekend, which is kind of nice. They've had two and three game weekends here for uh, the recent past. But just one home game, Friday night, Shields Arena, 7 o'clock. It's the Sanford Children's Night, which is always a fun one. Uh, Specialty jerseys. The jerseys that Charlie designed, as we talked about last week, will be auctioned off online, the game-worn sweaters. And Sioux Falls is coming to town. The force knocked them off in a pair of games at Denny Sanford Premier Center last weekend by a combined margin of 13-3. to So a team that the force know well, a uh, big rivalry, close, close in proximity, but the force are 5-0 and against the Stampede this season. So another opportunity to gain on the uh, lead they have in the Western Conference, which is now up to 16 points. And we're already talking magic numbers in the USHL. Wow. And the magic number for the force to clinch the West is just 13 right now. Oh, so wow. You get, two points, you get two points for a win, one for an overtime loss or a shootout loss, and they just need to be 13 points better than the seventh-place team in their conference right now, mm. and they will clinch the West. That's With crazy. Still 22 games to play. That was yeah. my next question. How many games left to play? 22, huh? There, 
Wow. They're on a they're on a crazy heater this year. There's uh, there's opportunities to break all time records uh, before this is all done if they continue on the pace that they're on. So home game this weekend, a pair of games next weekend, Friday, Saturday, Omaha, the bottom dweller in the USHL comes in next weekend. So prime opportunity for the force to grab another six points in their next three games. One of the things that we like to do, Pat, is put a spotlight on a former Fargo Force player that has moved on. Who is on the radar this week? Well, it was a challenging one this week, but the one that really stands out to me is Joe Palatichuk. He was a defenseman here the last two seasons, played 97 games for the Force. Uh, last week, he was listed as one of the 33 players for the Tim Taylor National Rookie of the Year Award, which is given to the best freshman NCAA player. And he is the force representative on that list. The University of Wisconsin defenseman has got a couple goals and 14 points on the season. He was a stud defenseman for the force, and it's good to see him getting some recognition in his first year in Badger Red. Boy, no doubt about it. Love that. Pat Blunden, thank you for taking us in the crease. You'll hear Fargo Force Hockey on Jack FM, a Friday night on 101.9 Sioux Falls at the Force. Pat, have yourself a great weekend. Thanks so very much, my friend. Thank you. You guys, too.